0: Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. We're speaking today with Bill Rutherford, who's research coordinator with the Forage Additive Research Group at Pioneer, and our topic is silage inoculants. Over the past couple of years, the rage in the silage inoculant world seems to be centered around L. buchneri. But Rutherford says there are other organisms which are common components of silage inoculants.
1: Um, There are a number of lactic acid bacteria which are used in silage inoculants. The two predominant ones I think that you would find in most are Lactobacillus plantarum and Enterococcus facium. There are some inoculants which contain pediococci, um, pioneer inoculants only contain Lactobacillus plantarum and Anarchoccus facium, along with uh, some of our newer silage inoculants, which have Lactobacillus buchneri.
0: Now, pioneer inoculants appear to be mixtures of different organism types, so why, why do you use multiple types of organisms?
1: In silage inoculants, we really have two different classes of organisms. The two different classes are what we call homofermenters and heterofermenters. Uh, heterofermenters like Lactobacillus buchneri are very effective at preserving aerobic stability, but the homofermentative organisms, which consist of groups like Lactobacillus plantarum and Enterococcus facium, are very efficient at converting sugars in the silage to strictly lactic acid. Uh, what this allows us to do is to lower the pH quickly and preserve the silage as it's in in the silo. Now, the reason multiple types are used is very simply because all organisms behave a little bit differently. In other words, organisms which grow well and use substrates for growth that are very prevalent in alfalfa silage may not be the best suited for use in corn silage because there's a different set of growth conditions, a different set of substrates available for their use. So multiple organisms are typically used to to cover the large ranges that one might find in different types of silage environments.
0: I guess a lot of silage inoculants have these major organisms in their formulations, but are all of these organisms the same?
1: Uh, no, they are not. Um, it's estimated that within each genus and species, so in other words, for a Lactobacillus plantarum, there may be as many as one million different strains. Um, I I sort of use the analogy and liken this to a herd of dairy cattle. Um, You can have a herd of two or three hundred Holsteins there. They all look black and white. But the potential of every cow is somewhat different. Uh, The same holds for bacteria. So in other words, one strain, and as we mentioned before, a particular strain which is very well suited for growth in corn silage may not be the best choice for something that works in alfalfa silage.
0: So then why is it so important then to have these multiple strains uh, present in a silage inoculant?
1: Well, again, I think as, as we've said, the beauty of having multiple strains there is the fact that Silage conditions vary. Um, We're often asked, what is a typical silage environment? Well, I'm not sure that there is anything as a typical silage environment. We have external factors like moisture, stage of maturity. Um, All of these factors figure into how well organisms do in in a silage mass when you inoculate. So that that multiple organisms cover a very wide range of, of environmental factors and management conditions. The best reason to use multiple organisms is simply to get the the best efficacy from the organisms that are present over a wide range of conditions.
0: That's Forage Forum brought to you by Pioneer. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. For Pioneer Forage Forum, I'm Cindy Zimmerman.